banter. Boom, we're live. What's up, everybody? It's the Brown Water Banter Podcast. I am Jared Seymour, and uh, Joey Cates is on assignment right now down in Florida. He's doing some uh, some high-level things down there, so he's not with us today. Uh, we've got a great show for you today, a great episode. Uh, we have Professor Leonardo Delgado. He is a uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt who is the owner and operator of American Martial Art Academy in Diaberville, right here in Diaberville, Mississippi. Uh, we got a lot to talk about on this episode, and uh, it's going to be a super, super cool time here. First thing I want to do is mention uh, our sponsor of our show. We are proudly sponsored by Southern Magnolia Smiles. That's Dr. Robbie Williams there and his team. They are locally owned and operated uh, dental business right here in Ocean Springs, Mississippi on Washington Avenue. Uh, if you're looking for a great local dentist, man, I highly suggest checking him out on his Facebook page. Or just type in on Facebook, Southern Magnolia Smiles. Uh, you can also go to their website, that's southernmagnoliasmiles.com, or get in touch with them by uh, giving them a call at 228-215-1202. So uh, we're proudly sponsored by them, and we really appreciate it. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and pull uh, Leo in. Professor Delgado, how are we doing today, sir? I'm good. How are you, Jerry? I'm doing well, man. Uh, thank you, first of all, for uh, taking time out of your day to jump on here and and chat. Uh, I've been wanting to get this one done for a while now, so I'm super pumped to have you on. Um, what I wanted to talk about first was for people who may not uh, not be a, like aware of what Brazilian jiu-jitsu is, if you could kind of in your own words just describe what jiu-jitsu is to you. Uh, jiu-jitsu is meant to be like the, the best self-defense system. I think that was the, the idea when it was uh, when it was created back in the day by the Gracie family. Uh, nowadays, it's much more than that. It's a sport, it's a lifestyle. It's still definitely uh, one of the best, if not the best, uh, self-defense systems uh, in the world. But for me, jiu-jitsu is, jiu-jitsu is my lifestyle. Like, is everything I live, I breathe, uh, I teach jiu-jitsu. That's, for, that's what jiu-jitsu means to me. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and full disclosure, I've been a member of American Martial Art Academy since twenty October 2017, I believe. So uh, I'm already sold on the idea. I love it. And I think you're right. It's um, I think people that have never heard about it and never experienced it before, which for me wasn't even that long ago. I've only been doing it for probably three years now. I think you, they may think that it's just a physical sport um, and, and, and fighting, right? And while it is that, it's it's a lot more. Like you said, it's it's a lifestyle. It's a um, it, it's a great exercise, number one. But what I thought was the coolest thing, like having tried it, was that you can apply the the techniques that you learn in jujitsu to like issues you face in life, right? Yes, uh, I I try to tell that like to the students and pretty much everyone I know or ask me about it. Jujitsu, there's the mental component that makes you grow so much because just like one thing is being a beginner learning math, for example, you know, you're gonna miscalculate a few things here and there, but when you get into something like jujitsu, all of your mistakes, beginner mistakes will cause you to being choked out, being uncomfortable positions, you know, like in, in just yeah. stepping up, giving up, you know, sometimes for someone, 
younger than you or lighter than you and all of, you. All, of you, all of these things that go in all your head oh i'm a man i cannot tap by uh, be tapped by a woman or all of these uh, uh concepts that we have in our mind just just go away you know and the thing is the people that stay they they realize how much they grew because of that you know because it makes you face okay i'm a beginner i'm here to learn um, I'm going to be facing many difficult, bad, really uncomfortable positions where I, I'm almost running out of air, but I still have something to, to, in me to fight, you know, and you can translate that pretty much to every aspect of your life, uh, at least in my, my opinion, you know, like we just saw with the whole COVID thing, like how, you know, it just everything pretty much a lot of things just taken away from us, you know, and you, okay, what do we do now? That's right. And, and it makes you learn to be comfortable in an uncomfortable situation, right? Yes, for sure. For sure. And it's, it's fun. As you said, it's a great exercise. Jiu-Jitsu, uh, you're exercising your whole body at at the same time, the whole time. There's no resting. Oh, let me rest my head while I use my hands. No, you're using your hands, use your head, use your feet, like everything. It's pretty much like you're, you see yourself in those like pretzel shape positions sometimes, you know, like how do yeah. I got here? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's, that's for sure. Especially uh, in the early stages of it, you're going to end up in those positions a lot for sure. Um, how how did you get into jujitsu? Like, what what can you tell people that are watching, people that are listening, like your background? Yes. Uh, so I I was born in Brazil, in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, and I started doing jujitsu when I was about maybe fourteen to fifteen years old. Uh, my first sport, martial art. My first martial art was judo. Uh, judo, uh, I think, is more uh, well known, but by everyone. Uh, I did judo. I had a cousin. I have a cousin. He was back in the day, part of the Brazilian national judo team. And he got me into judo and growing up as a uh, kid in Rio, uh, I started getting some trouble. Uh, and I ended up, yeah. So I, I ended up getting a little trouble fighting and stuff. And then I got introduced to, to jiu-jitsu by the same cousin. He used to do jiu-jitsu as well. He's a black belt in judo, black belt in jiu-jitsu. Um, I got into jiu-jitsu because of that. Uh, I'm not going to lie and say that it fixed all my problems. No, it took me uh, some time. But definitely with the whole judo, uh, traditional martial art background in jiu-jitsu, it definitely helped me overcome that that phase. You know, So I started doing jiu-jitsu. Ju Jiu-Jitsu, yeah, 14 to 15 years old. I'm now 38, uh, and that's that's it. Well, how did you uh, how did you ultimately end up here on the Gulf Coast? Because I know that wasn't your first stop, right? Yeah. So when I did when I first tried Jiu-Jitsu, I just I I fell in love with it, you know. Uh, but back in the day, Jiu-Jitsu uh, it was really frowned upon. At least like where I grew up, is it was a thing more like it wasn't it wasn't quite what uh, what it is right now. You know that everybody loves it and everybody talks about it. It was thing more for brawlers and stuff, you know. And there was yeah. this rivalry 
with the Luta Livre guys, uh, Luta Livre would be something closer to maybe catch wrestling. You know, the, there was this whole rivalry and people getting in fights everywhere pretty much. So it wasn't uh, really nice to look upon. Um, but I, I fell in love. I had friends doing that. And I, I, I remember getting home one day and say, I want to do jiu-jitsu. I want to be a jiu-jitsu athlete. I want to do a, be a jiu-jitsu professional. You know, back at that time, I had already some friends uh, traveling to to compete and everything. And I remember, like, my parents saying, "Oh, okay, go 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 to bed, sleep well. You have to go to school tomorrow." You know, uh, I come from a very traditional family, traditional in, in meaning, like, okay, you have to finish school, go to college. You know, become either a lawyer, go to the military, or something like that. Uh, and culturally, Brazil is way different than here. You really don't leave your, your parents' house at 18 like you do here to go to college. You go to college in, in your neighborhood. You know, you pretty much just leave your, your house once you get married, you know, uh, when you get married. So it was really different. Uh, so I didn't have that option at first. So I followed the traditional path. I went to college. I studied philosophy. I studied uh, also business administration. So I, I went to college twice. I did uh, all kinds of jobs, and but always doing jujitsu on the side. You know, always training jujitsu, competing as much as I could. Um, and in 2000, 2013, I was working for like a big international company. Um, uh, I had a really good position, a really good job, but I wasn't, you know, I, were, I, I wasn't happy, and I kind of just decided to, okay, uh, I need to do something to, uh, you know, feel that again, that thing that jujitsu used to give me, and a lot of things happening happened uh, at that time. I ended up giving up that job and starting a completely different path. That brought me back into jiu-jitsu pretty much full-time. I was training like 2013, 14. I was training two times a day. I was back in competition, and I was doing a lot of competitions, and all that kind of fire just built up again. And I had a friend, an American friend. Uh, he's from Chicago, but he spent a lot of time in Brazil training with us there. And he one time, like, and it just started like this. Hey, like, why don't you go to, to the States and, you know, just – open up your gym, something like that. So, well, that sounds fantastic. That was actually what I always wanted to do. And long story short, I, uh, I moved to the States in 2015. I went to Chicago. Then from Chicago, I went to Connecticut. I lived four years in Connecticut. Uh, and in 2019, we moved to the coast. How did that happen? Jim Fury, you know, right? Former yeah. owner of American Martial Arts Academy, our uh, good friend. He was looking for someone to take over the gym because he would have to, to move to Germany with his family because of uh, his wife's uh, military deployment. And we were friends already. He knew that I had the dream to, to open up my gym. He called me and said, what do you think? We discussed and sound like a good idea. That's how I ended up here. By the great, by the grace of God, you ended up in the South, so and on the coast. So that's 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 pretty good. 
<laughs> I can't I can't imagine, man, just just packing up and like moving to another country and following your dream like that. Like that's a super that's a super cool story. Uh, and yeah. I assume you don't regret any step of the way, right? No, definitely not. And I'm really great, grateful for everything, like starting with Thais, my wife, you know, because from the moment I gave, like we were together already, the moment I just told her the idea, she, she bought in and she said, yes, let's do it. And she's been by my side the whole time, you know, supporting me, the ups and downs and everything. And he, here we are living uh, our dream now. She works at the gym too. Uh, and don't regret, definitely not. I'm really grateful. This it it's so funny, like because it just looked like it was really meant to be. Because from the moment we landed, Jerry, like I like we can't like we had so much support until to the until this point right now, and we continue to have from everybody we we meet. You know, we met so many good people uh, on this journey that helped us and helped us get where we are right now. And like we are, like we always talked about it, how grateful we are for everyone we met during the, the this time we're here. Yeah, that's that's awesome, man. And uh, I know from a someone who's born and raised here, like we're super grateful to have the level of jujitsu that we have here because you're here and what Jim started. Um, it, it's it's awesome, man. Uh, and and you also mentioned Taish, y'all have a baby on the way, so. That's yes. going to be awesome. Congratulations on, on that for sure. But Thank she you. also teaches um, grit classes. So if you could talk just for a second about that, if somebody's out there looking for uh, a way to work out who's maybe not wanting the jiu-jitsu thing, you have another option at American Martial Art Academy for that. Yes, we do have. Thais is a very experienced trainer. She So in Brazil, we have to go to college for four years to be able to be a personal trainer. Um uh, you to work at gyms and school like you have to have a college degree to do that and she's a very experienced trainer we offer uh fitness classes a small group fitness class we just expanded that so we have now five days a week and it's good not only like if you're not into jujitsu and you want you're looking for some uh workout a fun workout challenging fun workout to do but also you're gonna have your kid doing jujitsu there during the time your kid is do, doing jujitsu you can just uh, work out, it's, you know, just kill two birds, one shot. That's right. That's right. Uh, my wife does it. She loves it. She soars hell right now because she's been hitting more classes since y'all expanded to five days a week. So uh, I can give a thumbs up to that. She's, she really enjoys it, man. Really enjoys it. Um, one other thing I wanted to talk to you about, it's like you get, you move down here, you know, jump both feet in the pool all at once, new business, new town, new people. And I'm trying to remember a couple months, right? And then COVID hits. Yeah, we moved to June right back. last year. And yeah. then COVID hits. So it maybe was. nine months, maybe nine months. And then a global pandemic hits that is not very conducive to gyms right now, right? Like, you know, social distancing. Seeing in, in jujitsu is a very close contact kind of thing. What's that been like? How how scary was that for you? And you know, obviously, y'all are still here and y'all are doing great, and we've kind of come out of it a little bit. Uh, but I, I'd like to hear your thoughts on it, just how how all that was dealing with that. Uh, at first, we didn't want to like we didn't want to acknowledge that, you know, in the beginning, like the cases rise and said, okay, it's just something 
it's not going to get there. You know, we're not going to have to close. And then the mandatory shutdown, lockdown came in. It was pretty scary because we we had just discovered pretty much the baby was on the way. And yeah. on the way, gym closing and the whole, not only the, the pandemic itself, but like the, the, the media reaction and everything like that, it was it was really scary, you know, but we decided that we would, as we've been trying to do since we got here, try to, you know, do the best with what we could. We, since the beginning, we decided to follow all the, all the guidelines, like put personal beliefs uh, aside and follow what, what, what uh, we are being told to do. That's what would have been what uh, uh, we are trying to do since the beginning. Uh, we are big believers that you know uh, a healthy lifestyle will keep you away from uh, the complications that can come from a disease like COVID. You know, from the whole being the risk group, pretty much. You know, if the whole right. underlying That's disease, right. a healthy lifestyle is the, the the core of everything. So, but it was pretty scary, uh, but it was good. Uh, because he also it also made us uh, like stop and think. Okay, uh, let's work with the worst case scenario. We cannot open up the gym anymore. What are we gonna do? You know, and it made us think. It made us uh, work. And we're gonna have some actually at, at American Commercial Art Academy. And in January, we're gonna have some exciting news uh, really soon. Like I've been working on uh, some certifications like nutrition, movement, breathing uh, certifications. And we're going to use that for sure uh, at the gym, but also we're going to use that as a probably a whole new business, uh, like a health coaching business uh, that we've been working on. So yeah. it was scary, but it was good also. Yeah. Yeah. You Like you said, uh, nobody really wanted to believe it at first, but we kind of kind of had to, and then mandatory shutdown for a while. Then, you know, we did, you did your bet. Like we, you quarantined off sections of the mat, you know, to keep people away from each other so that we could still train. You did zoom calls, uh, zoom yeah. classes for people like for adults. Uh, we did what we could, you know, to keep everybody, uh, integrated, you know, to keep a sense mm -hmm. of community. I think that's the big, big thing in our gym is, is a big community. You know, it's a very uh, uh, friendly environment, you know. So we were trying to work really hard to keep that. We do, we did Zoom classes for the kids, for the adults. We did, like, uh, match breakdowns. We did, like, workouts. Thais did some uh, uh, stretching classes. Uh, as we were allowed to come back, we did the no-contact classes. Um like clean cleaning as we just we to be honest like we just kept pretty much what we've been doing because we are always like really concerned about keeping everything clean and cleaning the mats and cleaning the gym and everything else but we've been you know we've been really uh, uh i don't know if the word is lucky but there just has been no outbreaks nothing at, our, at the gym and we're really happy with that we take everybody's temperature as they arise i think if there's one consistent thing from from the very beginning is the whole oh uh, if like fever is a pretty much a definitive symptom someone with COVID you know so we've been taking temper people's temperature like nobody with a uh, with a fever would be able to train so 
this is a way to 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 keep everyone um, a little safer. Of course, as you mentioned, jiu-jitsu is a close contact sport. There's no way to avoid that. There's no way to do jiu-jitsu without contact. We we just we just I, I don't know. I personally believe that someone that is engaged in such a type of sport is also concerned about their health and what they do outside the gym, you know, and they tend mm -hmm. to be more careful to themselves and to to others. You know, when you're involved in such uh, in a community, in an activity like that. So we've been we've been really lucky in, in not having, you know, to close down again or anything like that. Yeah, you, you bring up a good point too. Um, people may think like it's a solo sport, like jujitsu, because it is, you know, you, especially you're in competitions, it's just you. But the, that was another thing that as I got into it kind of blew me away. It's like, it's way more community than in, in crew, right? Than, than you would think. Um, people holding you accountable, giving you the stink eye when you've been missing classes, <laughs> right? Like it's, it's, it's really cool. It's something cool to be a part of. And, uh, that goes the same for the grit classes as well. Anybody that struggles with motivation, like it's, it's a good thing to be involved in. Yes, definitely. Like I, I, jujitsu is definitely not a, like a solo sport. Is it, there's a whole team, even like the competitions, just even that moment, you you may be on the mat, just you and the other person, but there's a whole team behind you, you know, not only screaming at you, but there's that whole team that trained with you and kind of prepared you to to be there, you know. Yep. Uh, there's no, there's no jujitsu, there's no progress without training partners for sure. So I got queued up here. I went to uh, the American Martial Art Academy Facebook page and pulled up a video that you've got. It's about a one minute clip. I was going to play that and just kind of let people see, you know, what it looks like in the middle of a class here as you demonstrate a technique. Uh, so look, I'm going to, I'll pull that up real quick right here and we'll take a look. Hi guys. So this week here at American Martial Arts Academy, we are attacking on, we are working on forcing the total position to attack the back from the passing attempt. All right. So I start here with my double under pass. And I consolidate a good pressure, good stacking, right? I'm engaging my toes to help me drive some pressure there. As soon as I start reaching with my cross grip, I'm going to reach and drive my shoulder, stacking Mario even more. As I start turning around, making the turn on the corner, it's going to create space for my free hand here to come on the back of the pants. I'm going to start forcing, picking up Mario and forcing the roll over his right shoulder. I'm going to follow up, chest and attach it to him. I'm going to turn around so I can start attacking the back. I can go with my seatbelt grip. I'm going to drive my outside knee in. I'm going to create some space here to consolidate my bottom hook. Adjust my body. Finish with my top hook, taking the back. Nice. Nice. So, yeah, that's pretty much what... With a, what a move looks like, right? And that's how you break it down step by step uh, to pass someone's guard and then eventually take the back, which is what you were doing there. Yes, that's correct. So every class, we're going to have a warm-up. We're going to have a technique breakdown, time to practice, and you're going to have the sparring time, the time to put in practice what, you, what you've been learning. Yeah. Um, well, look, man, before we wrap things up, could you break down what y'all offer there as far as we've mentioned it before? You, it, Kids are welcome, right? They can start at age four. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. So we start with kids age four. We have three different age groups. We have four to five, 
It's our Tiny Tikes program. It's a program developed, uh, uh, focused on developing uh, pretty much motor coordination, social skills, social interactions, and a little introdu introduction to jujitsu. Uh, we have juniors one and juniors two. The difference is pretty much the, uh, just the age. Uh, juniors one is from six to nine, and juniors two is from 10 to 14. We also, for adults, we have our fundamentals program. So if you've never done jiu-jitsu before, you're gonna be in a class that is designed for that. Uh, so it's a technique-based class. You're gonna do warm-up with basic moves. Uh, you're gonna do basic techniques. We go over pretty much the whole uh, set of basic positions that jiu-jitsu has to offer, which is to, uh, 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 the idea is to develop like a strong foundation Right, uh, fundamentals matters in matter in for everything. If you have good fundamentals, then you can develop a strong advanced uh, jujitsu. So fundamentals classes we uh, offer also the advanced intermediate and advanced classes. We offer gi and no gi, and we have our fitness program, our small group uh, fitness program as well. And if somebody wants to check you out, what's the best place to do it? I know y'all are on all the social platforms, right? Yes, all the social platforms, Facebooks, American Martial Art Academy, Jiu-Jitsu and Fitness, uh, Instagram is A-M-A-A-B-J-J. We have our phone number, 228-238-7444, and our, our website's www.selfdefensedeibreviewms.com. Okay, man, that's it. If, uh, if you're thinking about giving it a try, something you've always wanted to get into, or you're just looking to get off the couch, man, come... Uh, Come check us out. It's over there in Diablo, like he said. Uh, I don't think you'll regret it. Uh, Jiu-Jitsu knows. <laughs> that's right, man. But yeah, thanks for taking the time to jump on here. I really appreciate it. Jared, I appreciate you a lot. Uh, your whole family, thank you very much. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely, and we're glad to have you here in the community, more importantly. so. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. All right, man. Have a good day. You too. Thank you. All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you on the next one.